Section 111 of The Jumble Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Jumble Book by David Corey. Section 111, The Land of Nowhere. Jack and Grace were in the nursery playing with their toys when suddenly... They were startled by a tiny voice calling out, Goodbye! They looked up quickly, and to their surprise, their little tin airship was slowly rising from the floor. In another moment, it sailed across the room and out of the top of the window, which was down a little to let in fresh air. The little man at the steering wheel waved his hand as the airship disappeared. Jack rushed to the window. Grace! Grace! he shouted. Did you ever hear of such a thing? Come on! I'm going to run outside and see where it goes. Both children hurried down the stairs and out on the sidewalk. Sure enough, just over the top of the next house, they could distinguish their Christmas present ascending higher and higher into the clear blue sky. Just then, something fluttered at their feet. Jack stooped down and picked up a piece of paper on which was written, Sorry I didn't have time to tell you as the airship was underway and I didn't dare make a turn inside the room, but if you both will come up on the roof I will come back and tell you something lovely. Let's! exclaimed Grace, who had read the note over Jack's shoulder, and in another moment both children were running up to the attic. After some difficulty they raised the little door in the ceiling and stood upon the roof. Sure enough, just overhead, and about to descend, was an airship. But goodness me, it was a regular airship, just like the kind they had seen in pictures, and not the little toy machine which they had but a few minutes before seen sailing out of the window and up over the next house. Nor did the lovely fairy who alighted from the airship look anything like the queer little painted man. Hello, she said, in a very friendly voice. Would you like to take a sail? Jack helped Grace in, and before long they were flying above the clouds, which looked like huge snowbanks below them, white and fluffy. Everything was blue about them, and the air seemed full of perfume. Isn't it lovely, Jack? exclaimed Grace. I'm so glad I came. So am I, replied her brother. But I wonder where we are going. I don't see, I don't see the earth anymore. We must be going somewhere. Where are you taking us, little fairy queen? he called out. And he and Grace waited anxiously for the answer. Nowhere, she answered. Don't you know where nowhere is? Well, not exactly, replied Jack. I've often heard of it, but I've never been there. Just then the airship swerved to the right, and in a few seconds landed gracefully on the broad steps of a beautiful castle. Everything was blue. Even the tall chimney was built of blue bricks. The fairy had hardly turned off the power, and the big airship was still quivering when the castle door opened, and a beautiful princess dressed all in blue came graciously forward the only thing about her that wasn't blue 
was her long flowing hair, which was of the most wonderful golden hue that Grace had ever seen. How do you do? she said in a sweet voice. Come in. Have you come from very far away? We don't know, Princess, answered Jack, bowing politely, while Grace made a pretty curtsy. We really don't know how far we have come, nor just where we are. Well, I'll tell you then, answered the lovely blue princess, taking them each by the hand and walking between them through the open castle door. At least I'll tell you where you are, and then after that you can tell me where you came from, and then we'll know a little more about each other. How beautiful you are, said Grace as they all three sat down on a big blue sofa in the big blue hall of the stately blue castle. Am I, dear? said the princess, looking at Grace with a smile. And why do you think so? I never saw such wonderfully beautiful gold hair, exclaimed Grace, admiringly, gradually getting over her bashfulness. The lovely blue princess laughed. When I was a little girl, she said, taking hold of Jack's hand so as not to leave him out in the cold. The sun man told me if I would comb my hair every morning for a whole year at break of day when he first got up that it would turn gold. And so every morning for a whole year I got up at peep a day and stood by the east window and combed my hair. And it did, said Jack speaking for the first time since they had entered the blue castle. Why don't you try it, Grace? You love gold hair so much. And he gave her braid a mischievous pull behind the back of the blue princess. Grace gave a little scream. Don't, Jack! And then, to her surprise, she found herself with her arms around her new dolly in the big armchair in their own room at home. She looked over to where Jack was busily engaged with his train of cars. I must have been dreaming, Grace exclaimed. And as she looked at her golden-haired doll with the beautiful blue dress, she laughed and said, Oh, Dolly, I guess it was you I dreamed was the beautiful blue princess. End of section 111